0: Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. We're really excited to be here to be talking about Princess and the Frog. This is a change. We know the random number generator gave us Sword in the Stone and we will be talking about that uh, in just a a few. uh, Our next episode will be Sword in the Stone. Uh, But we're talking about Princess and the Frog because of the big announcement with Disneyland. Uh, We thought it was just very appropriate to discuss this film. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Stanford's here.
1: Hi, how's it going?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Excited to talk with you about this movie.
0: I know. This is a really interesting movie, both for Disney and for my own sort of experience in the fandom uh and or just my experience with disney as a person uh it's 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 an interesting one to talk about and uh, yeah, this came out in 2009 and i guess we should just lead start with the lead as far as the talking about the news uh which made us talk about this uh so we find out that the splash mountain is going to be replaced and i think this is everywhere that has a splash mountain
1: i think they well they've announced disneyland and Walt Disney World, if I'm not mistaken, and yeah. it's also a Splash mount in Tokyo Disneyland, and that one I don't know, you know, okay. if what what uh, what they. So you know, if, uh,
0: yeah, they are changing from the Song of the South Brer Rabbit characters uh, into the Princess and the Frog attractions. Supposedly, this is going to be a an attraction that'll take take. Uh, place after it'll be a sequel to the uh, to the movie so i guess that unless they have them changing into frogs again it won't really be a princess in the <laughs> yeah frog. Love, that's it'll right be t- tiana uh associated in some way
1: that's what i have wondered too if they're gonna if, if they're gonna maybe have some frogs but not necessarily tiana and naveen <laughs> yeah as frogs right
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they could make it like maybe louie or with one of the other swamp characters maybe yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that's exactly it's going to be very interesting to see what they they decide to do the press information that disney put out you know on their official disney parks Mm -hmm. blog website has a nice just one piece of concept art which is the front of the ride you know, and it's got Tiana and Louie in a boat with, like, Mardi Gras stuff. And then also that – the famous tree there at Chickupin Hill, the drop of Splash Mountain. To me, at least from the art, it looks like it's it's like Mama Odie's place. You know, that boat that's oh. up, in the, up in the tree. And then, of course, they've got a lot of fireflies and things. I mean, the, the of course, the, the concept art is very attractive. But they are not giving you any indication, really, of what's, you know – other than what you just, you know, what you just expertly stated in the, um, it's, it happens after the ride.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, after the movie, I mean, you know, the, the yeah. continuation of after the movie, sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Splash Mountain as a ride, I'm not a big fan of drops, so I don't love the ride. I It's, but it's nice because it's, I also don't love getting wet I hate at the park.
1: because so,
0: then you're like wet the whole it's just, oh, you're just uncomfortable. Like
1: uncomfortable and, unless it's super hot and you can dry fast. Yeah. And
0: so I know it's a beloved attraction, but it's never been that beloved for me. <laughs> and there's yeah. always such a long line. Even if you have a if you have a max pass the, yeah. a reservation, yeah. it's still long. It's long. And but it is a long attraction. That is one nice thing about it.
1: Yeah, that's true. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can't remember how many, but I think it's almost a nine or ten minute ride, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, really a long ride and uh, really elaborate show, show, you know, sets with animatronics. It, you know, and a lot of the animatronics. And are you familiar with the history of the animatronics, Rachel? I don't need to bore you with all. No, my I, I
0: Disney, love it. Disney hey. trivia,
1: so. Uh, in Tomorrowland at Disneyland, it's now, it's, it's now Star Wars Launch Bay mm-hmm. but back in the day it was the Carousel of Progress when it first opened yeah. in the 60s which was uh, the, the attraction that, that Disney built with General Electric for the 1964 World's Fair. And they still have it at
0: Disney World.
1: They, yeah, they moved it to Disney World. So it's still there at Disney World. Without the sponsorship of General Electric, but it's still, you know, they still it's Mm -hmm. basically the same attraction. That that rotating theater that goes Mm -hmm. to, you know, four or five different scenes.
0: Yeah, It's a great big beautiful yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: So for for the for the U.S. bicentennial in the you know for nineteen yeah for nineteen seventy six, I think the attraction maybe opened up in nineteen seventy five, but they did an attraction there called America Sings and i don't know if you've heard ever heard of that or Mm -hmm. that's one of the things you could you know you google i think there was a
0: defunct land on it i'm pretty sure i bet there oh i bet there was
1: for sure which by the way the
0: defunct land for this week it's on a it's on uh, freedom land usa uh in there was a park in new york in the bronx in new york city fascinating oh cool i'll check it out they do such a nice
1: they do such nice work oh he's
0: so good it's so yeah so interesting anyway
1: no I, uh, <laughs> I would thank you for the tip i mean i yeah. would definitely go yeah. check i was would definitely really go check that out because i know i mean yeah there's not one yeah. that i haven't been like wow i always learn something you know yeah it was uh, really good so this america sings ride it it was you know the same thing this this theater this rotating theater that had you know you go to these different scenes and uh, they explored uh, american music and so, mm-hmm. so they they just they had all these these it was anthropomorphized, you know. It was all animals uh-huh. you know, uh, seeing these seeing these these different songs, you know, mm-hmm. and from these different different musical genres of American music. Yeah. And and so the ride, you know, I remember liking it as a kid. just you know, was, was I went mm-hmm. on it as a kid, but. I don't know how well it held up. And then finally they closed it and it, sh- it was shuttered for years. Mm-hmm. But I, I think there's been a question of what to do with all these animatronics. Yeah. And so that's, that's why Splash Mountain is so populated with all these animatronics is because they were all from that America Sings mm-hmm. Ride with the exception of, I'm sure, you know, they had to make some new ones for, yeah. for Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, and Br'er Fox, but, uh, but it's just anyway. so
0: weird because already by I know that they did a release a re-release of Song of the South in the 80s it was like 84 or something like that
1: was that the last one that was a theatrical yeah
0: yeah re-release? and yes and uh so they but I feel like even by then it was still it was already kind of just from what I've read and some of those things like it wasn't a super popular property So it's so weird to me, the things that they decide to focus on for the parks and the things that they don't, Uh, like some of the most popular Disney movies you you never see ever in the parks. And then like 101 Dalmatians, nothing. I mean, you might see Cruella occasionally, uh, but other than that, there's nothing. And you could have such an easy ride with Cruella's crazy ride she has this crazy car like yeah what a perfect perfect source and that's one of the most popular but you know Walt Disney didn't like it so I guess that's why I don't know I, it's just it's just funny to me the films and the things that they choose to yeah to have tractions off of and the other things that they don't
1: that uh, basically just these songs from Song of the South and, and that was of those animated mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah, that they decided to build a ride yeah. around it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that "Zippity Doodah" is really a charming song. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a good point. It's, it's very interesting.
0: I mean, yeah. and we should just say for the record, like here's my thoughts on on "Song of the South," and we could probably do a whole episode, but I don't really want to. But um, "Song of the South" is. It's just not a good film. Like, I think that James Baskett, his performance is charming, and I see why he got the Oscar that he did. But I, I just think the whole movie is such a snooze. And yes, it has those offensive things, of course. But it, I guess, to me, I feel like something like Gone with the Wind has characters galore and has offensive stuff. But it also has lots of really great stuff, and it's such a a epic melodrama and uh, you can't believe that it was made in nineteen thirty nine when you yeah. watch it. It feels like yeah. uh, just so impressive that the images they got yeah. on screen it's worth it it's worth having those conversations it's worth uh it's a good enough movie to be worth it. Science up is not it is boring it is trite. <laughs> it is it is syrupy uh, it's basically about these kids and they're getting bullied and getting advice and I, it's just not i don't think it's i don't think it's a good movie in i mean aside from maybe some decent animation i don't and and do dot it's not a good movie yeah, and I feel what? like by Disney by holding it out and not just releasing it and washing their hands of it, they're making it seem like this like thing that's way more important than it deserves that's my that's my yeah opinion.
1: yeah no, I, I really appreciate what you're saying because uh again I remember seeing it as a kid and thinking that the animation was really fun and that Uncle Remus was charming mm-hmm. you know he I mean, just the, 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 kind of what, what a cute man he's I'd mm-hmm. like to go have him tell me a story you know I mean mm-hmm. just a like, very 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 charming and then everything else was like totally forgettable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, so boring. Yeah, it's not and that's a probably good why. Movie. I was probably like bored. Like, when is the next animated sequence? You know, <laughs> going to yeah. be because I like I really like remember liking those. You know, bear 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 fox. I rewatched Song of the South maybe about a year ago, so it's it's, it's been a uh-huh. while. I mean, well, not that long, but you yeah, know, it's not just completely fresh in my mind, but. I remember thinking kind of the same thing. It's like once the animation going <laughs> a start. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. And, and
0: so I think this is long overdue. Yeah. I, I just I, I I know some people that are Parks purists are uh are upset, but uh but I don't know. I th- I just think this is a long overdue. It should never have been the theme to begin with. Uh and so yeah.
1: That's you know, when I, I I welcome the change, too. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy Splash Mountain in its current form, particularly when I want to get wet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, on a ride like that, because that's, like, the main reason that I wouldn't go on it, is if it's, like, a cold day or something, or it's at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it seems to make sense what they're going to do. And I, you know, I really... I think Walt Disney Imagineering, you know, the design firm that does, that does all the, the, the Disney park attractions. These, they are really good, you know, and, they're, and I think that they're going to, uh, hmm. create something with care. And, and, and also I like, I really do like this idea of, that it's a continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. Have you been on the frozen ever after ride? That's no, at Epcot I in w- Walt Disney world. I
0: wish I haven't been so, to Epcot since I was 12.
1: Okay. I yeah. yeah I um,
0: Disneyland.
1: The, uh, uh, that ride too, that Frozen after, Ever After ride, it is a continuation mm. of uh, after the end of the original Frozen. Okay, film. It's they're wanting to have like some kind of a summer festival or something, and so but, they use a lot of the same songs but with different lyrics.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's basically just a bunch of kind of little charming scenes. You go, you know, you you meet up with Snowball, Yen, yeah. and and with with Olaf, and and. uh of course, Anna Nelson, Kristoff, um, and, and, and it's really it's, yeah, it's super I'm, fun. I
0: want to see it so bad. Yeah, Gosh. I think
1: I think you'd really enjoy it, and uh, you know, or, you know, when you when you do get it, I you will really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I think that concept to me worked. I don't think it necessarily was for everybody. To me, it worked, mm-hmm. or for me, it worked. And you know, that's I think that there's again a lot of potential for this princess well, and the frog ride
0: walt it was was in favor of of this he said disneyland will never be completed it will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world right, so his it was not
1: quote.
0: it was not meant to be He's just sort of entombed uh on day day one attractions that i mean so much changed even in the first two years of disneyland so much changed and so uh, people that are saying Oh the, you know they're giving it to SJWs or whatever um <laughs> they're just uh, they're they're changing from a movie that is just not worthy of <laughs> it's not a good film and i if i if it was a good film, I could see their point, but it's not only not a good film but it also is a film that offends people. Why is that in the park there's no point so yeah, why I mean... not change it to something that people like they' uh, to so something yeah it has its flaws but it it's it's just way better movie
1: yeah <laughs> you know song of the south it's such a lightning rod and and uh regardless if 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 people view it as as, as harmless or offensive or anything and everything in between mm-hmm. you know i and and so yeah yeah i think that that uh, this this uh will be uh re- hopefully just a really delightful
0: change yeah i'm excited yeah. about it yeah so
1: I I, I I i agree
0: well so let's share us your thoughts maybe you agree people some you maybe you think that that uh, they shouldn't be changing it maybe you're a fan of it let us know in the comment section and so let's dive in now we're actually going to talk about princess and the frog yes so a little bit of backstory uh 2009 when it came out i had had a break from disney for quite a while actually i mean i'd watched pixar but really from uh i don't know I, I remember i saw some of the films in the o's to, in the 2000s but i wasn't really a big fan of them and uh but it really been since emperor's new groove that a movie had come out from Walt disney animation studios that i loved and, uh, and so I, I was super excited for this. I thought it looked so beautiful. Same directors as Little Mermaid, one of my favorite movies. Uh, and so I, I was really pumped and I went to see it and I left the theater really disappointed. And I've learned to kind of appreciate it a lot more. But at the time I felt like it, the movie was really shouty and there were just so many characters and the plot and just everything was just a lot. It, it, wasn't an, it wasn't enjoyable to me the way that I expected it to be, to be a fairy tale. You know, and fairy tales are pretty simple. And, uh, and I, I've never really liked Naveen very much as a character. And I don't know, I just, I just was disappointed in the film. And uh, so I kind of walked away. I was like, oh, Disney. Uh, darn it and it wasn't until tangled that i kind of got back on the disney disney bandwagon and found a movie that i really loved and i mean it's hard because 2009 was such a great year for animation that uh (laughs) it probably would have would have won uh in a in a different year would have won best animated oscar Mm mm-hmm uh but it was such a stack year uh in animated films with movies like Coraline and uh up fantastic mr fox uh really great great year yeah Uh, so anyway what was your experience like did you have a more positive experience well so
1: um not really (laughs) 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 so the uh uh I was really excited for this movie too. So, you know, when, when, uh, when new management came into run, run Disney in 2007 with Bob Iger, and then when he brought on, uh, you know, when he acquired Pixar, brought in Ed Catmull and John Lasseter to run both Walt Disney Animation and Pixar. Uh, it, and I just thought it all just sounded great. You know, again, bringing in Ron Clements and John Musker they were going to return to, you know, a hand-drawn animation style for it, uh, musical. It just all, it all sounded really good, particularly to still kind of smarting after the Chicken Little, you know, which is just so horrible. And I, and you know, that that regime change happened just right at the tail end of the production of Meet the Robinsons. And, you know, that film, I think, has... It's problematic too. I mean it's is good in many ways, but problematic. Anyway, super excited and uh, I left just feeling really disappointed, uh mostly. Just I yeah, you know, I was happy to see, you know, the just the, the beautiful art, uh, but I really had problems with the sto- with the story and just some of the choices that that they made. It, 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 you know, just mostly story wise for me. Mm-hmm
0: yeah uh that's i just it, it's so it was it's so frustrating because this movie has so much potential I it, think it could has so have been.
1: much it's so much potential and and i also thought it was a really important film because here's mm-hmm. here's disney's first african-american princess which is really an important thing mm-hmm. and and uh i mean i love anika noni rose and i think that mm-hmm. The, again, the character design is, is, is wonderful, but I have some real problems with this, some of the decisions yeah. they made with that, as we'll, as we'll explore <laughs> in this.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't have anything about this at D23.
1: Well, oh, 10-year like for a 10 year anniversary, yeah. You know, at the very first D23 Expo in 2009. Uh-huh. They show, you know, that was in the summer and this came out at, you know, kind of holiday season, if I'm not mistaken. It was, camera it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. I think it was closer to Christmas. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it, uh, it was like kind of December 11th, 2009, when it was released. Uh, we just looked at that. But it, so they showed them like the first 25 minutes of it at the D23 Expo, which was really cool. So we were all in, the, you know, one, in one of those big rooms And uh, Bob Iger introduced it, and they they showed it up to the point where, where Tiana kisses Naveen as a frog, you know, before and then of course she turns into the frog, and that's just where they ended it. Mm -hmm. And so it was a it was a fantastic teaser, and I just think every Disney fan there was just eating it up, you know, we just Mm -hmm. loved it because that that first act is pretty good, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 pretty good, and they. Uh, I mean, there was, there, was, there was some creepy stuff, which we know we're going to get into as well. But still, I'm, I, I'm with you. I mean, i started to digress, but I love mm-hmm. that what they did in, in, in 2009, and I was surprised that it didn't, yeah. give, it, didn't give it a lot of love in uh, last, last yeah, summer. Yeah,
0: because Nika Nani Rose, she was there at yeah. 23. She was there in the voice actor panel. Yeah. uh she, that I went to she was she was there at a number of things, and so yeah that 's kind of strange that they did that but but anyway uh yeah i I just it 's frustrating but let 's dive into this story uh, <laughs> so they they made the decision to set this movie in New orleans and their their idea was to kind of tell an American fairy tale and so that is why they made some of the choices that they made and i do think there is something about this movie that feels a little focus grouped to death uh originally they were going to have tiana be a maid but that didn't focus group well uh, they that that was you know not a um uh a pc and enough job for the first african-american princess which i get that uh but to have her be a Waitress, I guess is better. I, I don't know. Uh, right, but, this
1: waitress and kind of a you know inspiring business owner. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we find the little we start out with little Lottie and little Tiana getting hearing the story of the Princess and the Frog, and I I love I I think they're so cute little.
1: Oh, they're little adorable.
0: Tiana and Lottie. Yeah. And and I love Lottie as a character. She's definitely one of my favorites of this movie.
1: Yeah, she's she's a very good character. So funny, sure.
0: she's great. <laughs> and uh, and uh, then we kind of get a theme. Her father loves to cook. They're making gumbo. Good folk good food brings folks together. Uh, the father has dreams of opening a restaurant uh, t- called Tiana's Place, and. Uh, all of this is is very sweet like you said this is definitely a, a strong start uh to the film and you know you get a a real sense of her motivation as a character mm-hmm. uh and i mean it's kind of classic disney the the, the dead father <laughs>
1: character. i know <laughs> uh, right
0: in these movies but yeah but yeah in that he he was her inspiration and that he had dreams, but he also believed that uh, he, he had had it all with his family and love. And so, you know, that's kind of an important lesson for Tiana. And she's working, when it gets up to her as an adult, she's working two jobs and we get down to New Orleans. So uh, the, this is, I think, a really effective song. I, I enjoy it. It's Randy, uh, Randy Newman. Randy
1: Newman wrote this music, and I think he did a really nice job mm-hmm. with, with the music. And they had Dr. John sing it, who's, you know was a New Orleans staple as far as musicians mm-hmm. go. I I love the opening sequence. I mm-hmm. think it's terrific.
0: Me too. And uh, we have Oprah voicing her mother. Yeah, so and, really and you know Terrence
1: Howard voice voices her dad just you know for those couple minutes that he's in the movie yeah. before he kicks it, uh, you know, uh, in Disney style. You know, to have to have the single parent uh, family, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Um,
0: but I, I think she does a lovely job. She does. A, 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 there's a warmth through her voice. It's not just stunt casting. I think she did a good job.
1: I do too, and mm-hmm. you know. And frankly, you wouldn't really know it's Oprah. Yeah, you know. I mean, just because uh, she's, I think, I think she's in character and does a nice. I think yeah, does. it doesn't
0: take you out of the movie.
1: No, not at like all. Like
0: some some celebrity. Yeah, some of the celebrity
1: casting. Yeah.
0: It, not in this. I think this one's off. I think that's the only celebrity, uh, stunt casting in this movie. But it, it does well. But certainly in other films, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like your. Uh, uh, home dreamworks home is one of the oh. jim parsons just and then rihanna just being so out of place for those characters yeah and uh, so this just makes this just makes way more sense
1: yeah this um, one this, this really this really worked and i think that they again were appropriately sensitive and in, in 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 basically hiring mostly african-american
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh actors yeah too which was again a very good call and yeah
0: yeah so one of the things that they tried to do because they were telling an american fairy tale as opposed to your you know beauty and the beast set in france or your uh, you know your your european fairy tales uh they for the evil element they decided to use some of the folklore coming out of new orleans area some bayou folklore and uh, particularly with shadow men and, uh, and voodoo. And I, I mean, I, I approach this somewhat hesitantly because I, I don't want to poorly explain other people's religion. <laughs> I was a little hesitant because I've had my religion explained so terribly by people. But I will just go off of an article um, that I found uh, by it's a woman named Michelle gonzalez moldando uh this is from 2010 and she talks about the way it really offended her the way that voodoo is portrayed in the film and and uh she says that uh that uh, let's see the other some summaries let me find the best part uh, she says, I do not know where to begin my comments and how this film perpetuates offensive stereotypes about voodoo. The Loas are represented as evil spirits full of greed and anger. The masks themselves are vengeful and end up killing Dr. Facilier when in in, in inevitable Disney fashion his evil plan fails. This climax occurs, of course, in a graveyard, reaffirming the film's association with of uh, uh, voodoo with death. And uh, she said uh that the african style of the masks connects their sinister nature with african religion uh and she goes on to say a bunch of different things uh and uh, the terms voodoo hoodoo and conjuring are used interchangeably throughout uh the film in the end one is presented with an evil religion that will ultimately fail i did not expect critical race analysis or f- sophisticated presentation of voodoo when i walked into the theater it is disney after all uh, but i did not expect such a blatant racist and misinformed presentation of voodoo however the the reduction of religion to magic is also reaffirmed in the curious absence of catholicism in the film and disney voodoo is bad magic it just doesn't have anything to do with the authentic african diaspora religion so yeah, yeah.
1: I really appreciate it because you, you kindly shared that article with me, but you know, before uh, that, I could, that, I was able to read earlier and it was, I thought it really thoughtful and mm-hmm. good article because uh, the voodoo part was, I mean, I, in a way I can understand why they decided to go that direction. Cause again, as you said, American fairy tale, that's, 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 uh some of this, that's prevalent in that, Part of the country, mm-hmm. you know, and and they're not prevalent, but present. You know, is maybe sure. a, a yeah. better word, at least the way I understand it. Right. Uh, but it's also something that also, like, and and maybe that was the intention. It's I find it very frightening. And and uh, but then of course you know what a wuss I'm such a wuss so I'm not the person to talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to bring up. But one thing to just you know about voodoo too in movies uh you know i'm i'm watching all of the all of the uh james bond films mm-hmm. this this year there there are 24 of them and the 25th one which is supposed to come out in april called no time to die is is now supposed to come out in november and again we'll see right hopefully it mm-hmm. will but but uh yeah but anyway the the um there was a James Bond film in the seventies it was actually the first film with Roger Morris, James Bond in 1973, um, called live and let die. I don't know if you've if you've seen, mm-hmm. seen I've that heard one. Of it. but, but, uh, uh, there's a big voodoo element in it. Jeffrey Holder plays kind of the main voodoo priest. And of course they're, they're portrayed in this, in this Bond film too. They're, they're, they're part of the villain's lair and, and, uh, but still, it's, it's, it, it, and again, maybe their representation of it was inaccurate either, but it's still frightening. You know, I think it's, it, it's a frightening aesthetic. And they also like in this film is, because mm-hmm. uh, there's a big, there's a big important thing with snakes, mm-hmm. you know, with, with voodoo. And so, yeah, these snakes would, they like tie people up that they wanted to kill, like the traitors, the, the people that, mm-hmm. that betrayed the villain. You know, they tie them up and then the voodoo king comes out and the snake will kill them. And yeah, it's gruesome. But, but that's what's going on in the Princess and the Frog. You know that uh, mm-hmm. the Doctor Facilier in that opening, in his in his number, you know, friends on the other side, uh, it's the snakes that come in, right, and and uh, mm-hmm. kind of get get the the deed done again with yeah. all the with all the masks and co- in different colors and, and and things. So anyway, yeah.
0: So I I agree. I I. I just want to make it 100% clear that when I say that I felt like after I saw the movie as a Christian I felt extremely uncomfortable with the movie's uh, sort of depiction of the occult and uh, and the this them sort of dwelling in that and and in a way that typically you don't that's just when it's just sort of more broad magic or more, more broad evil That's different to me than, like, the way that this is handled. And I really, it made me uncomfortable. And, uh, but I, I don't think that that has anything to do with the actual religion of the voodoo, which... So there's this depiction, and that's what I'm referring to as the occult, not the actual religion, the actual yeah. practices, right. which I, I honestly don't know that much about. Yeah, I, like, but, well, I
1: feel very ignorant about it, too. And my main exposure has been an aesthetic one, mm-hmm. you know, where, like, again, with the James Bond film, with this film, and then, you know, of course, yeah. there's other other depictions of, like, the voodoo doll and all, yeah. you know, different things that and like, again i'm not sure about their I, accuracy or
0: yeah like i wouldn't want to have to explain to my children about voodoo as it is portrayed in this film and evil spirits and the occult and a shadow man and all of that stuff to me is i mean even tarot cards are uh, i don't even know if i really want to explain that to my children young children uh, if I had children, that to me is very uncomfortable. And I just, I guess that we could have a discussion about the actual religion and that could be interesting, but the, uh, the way it is portrayed in this film, I was very uncomfortable with and I am still uncomfortable with it. And I I just don't think that it belongs in a Disney film as impressive as I think the animation and the singing and some of the other parts are, I just don't think that that's appropriate for a film for young children. I just don't. And I, and I know a lot of other people disagree and that's great. But, uh, but it made me very uncomfortable in 2009.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, and it made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. in, in, in uh, 2020. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: and so I don't know. It's just it's frustrating, and so we find out that the shadow man uh, is uh, that he wants to take over the city, and so he starts this whole plan about how he's going to uh, inhabit the he's going to tempt Naveen he's going to inhabit the uh Lawrence who works for the servant would he be like a um valet kind of
1: I I interpret it as like he's like the valet valet because yeah Prince Naveen comes from money but his parents have kicked him out because he's broke Mm -hmm. I mean because he's like he spent it all right I mean he's just he's not been he's not been a good steward and not been I don't think he's been a good you know responsible person mm-hmm. so yeah they, they kicked him out but he got to keep the valet and the valet mm-hmm. though is very disgruntled right yes. he's very with with cause because you know he's not i is not he's just being careless you know not treating him well
0: right and so shadow man sees this sees that he can tempt him sees that it might work and so he creates quite this plan uh that he's a very elaborate plan that
1: Dr. Facilier has you know yeah
0: and it was a little confusing I mean like so this movie throws a lot at you and the 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 whole plot it wasn't until really I'd seen it a lot of times that I was like okay uh so she has to marry her because of Mardi Gras because of uh basically what ends up happening is the idea is he takes the blood of Naveen, and so that Lawrence can pretend to be Naveen, so that he can woo Lottie, so that Lottie, when she becomes the princess of Mardi Gras, will <laughs> will marry him, and therefore then the then he will be able to get after her dad. Who, who then is
1: like the sugar daddy? Of, yeah, uh, of who Orleans, owns all right. of
0: New Orleans? Yeah, and so then he will own New Orleans. I mean, the whole thing—it is quite, it's quite the scheme.
1: It really is a very elaborate, yeah, very elaborate <laughs> villainous scheme. Speaking of James Bond, it's kind of James Bond esque, you know. Yeah, as far as yeah, like This megalomaniac villain, who's yeah, is very yeah. ambitious.
0: How do you feel about Naveen as a character? Bruno Campbell? Well,
1: uh, you know, I don't really like... I mean, I, I know that the character arc for him is that they're trying to make him be, go from this kind of freeloading, irresponsible person to somebody who figures some stuff out, right? And, 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 mm-hmm. and, and gets back on the road to adulthood and, and to being, being a good, responsible adult. In yeah. per- person, uh, but I don't. I don't really like his character. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I mean, he's charming, and 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 they. Again, I think the character design, the character designs are, are good, but but uh, he's not one that I ever really uh, connected with. I mean, not that I would need to connect with him, but I mean, someone that I just didn't really mm-hmm. think. Oh wow, this this is this is a really cool character, you know. I
0: really dislike him. I still dislike him. <laughs> I, I disliked him in 2009. I don't see the growth that I need even at the end Yeah, he seems I, just kind say, of... I
1: just I just didn't see the the growth really.
0: No. And I don't know. I just think he's kind of sleazy and yeah, like he in the end it, it wants to help her get her restaurant and and everything, but I just don't trust him. I don't like him as a character. And I don't think that he is worthy of Tiana at all. And yeah. so I, that's part of my struggle with this Oh, yeah, film. for sure. I
1: mean, their their romance is not really believable. I mean, the only reason that it seems like the, the two of them are together is because they're just forced in that yeah. situation. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like they really... I mean, and of course, it happens, in, of course, in plenty of other films, right? But... Again, it doesn't seem like there was enough of a change for, for Tiana to re- really like. I mean, for yeah, I'm with you for for him to merit Tiana. Yeah,
0: yeah, they do have their friends on the other side, and I I think that like we already talked about the whole voodoo element, which I don't like how it's portrayed here. Uh, but uh, but it is a catchy song with a pretty good hook, I think, and and it, it kind of I I feel a little bit kinder about it now because we just never get villain songs anymore so i'm just kind of like oh that was fun to get well well
1: yeah exactly and you know keith david who's the voice of of, of dr vasilia he's terrific and Mm -hmm. and i agree with you. he gives a great performance and in fact i almost enjoy just listening to the song more than i do watching the segment in the film
0: yeah agreed <laughs> yeah uh okay and uh and then we have uh so uh, tiana goes to the party to serve her beignets which was such a gift to disney i mean they have new orleans square already i have <laughs> mickey beignets i mean it's yeah this movie was just gold for, for Disney food. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for, yeah, that wonderful New Orleans Square area, yeah. at Disney, you know, at Disneyland, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, I, I, there's, I, I'm trying to think if anything is better to me in the whole world than being at Disneyland and eating Mickey Beignets and drinking a mint julep, Oh, uh, that's it. That's... I'm those
1: mint juleps the best. <laughs> I love the mint julep bar there. It's so great.
0: That is the best moment of my life. Maybe that's sad and pathetic, but it's true. No. I love that. It's so fun.
1: I get it. And I think any <laughs> dis- Disneyland fan is going to get it too. For Those sure. mint
0: juleps are so delicious.
1: Yeah. And so the great.
0: Mickey beignets and you get the bag and you shake it, yeah. shake it, shake it. And I never get the flavored ones because I I like my traditional.
1: Oh, just right. It's just Yeah, I got to go traditional and it, for sure.
0: I forget what it is, but they're very reasonable too, for the amount of food that you get. Yeah, it's a pretty good price (laughs)
1: snack, you know, considering. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they only have them, I think, at one place in Disney World, so that's definitely uh, they have them at the New Orleans um, French Quarter Hotel. And I think that's the one place. Oh, that's
1: right. I think I read that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, so it's really a, a, a Disneyland specialty to get the mint julep and the and the uh, beignets yeah but she is uh working there and she finds out from the bank people that she might not end up getting the loan so she's really upset
1: can we talk about that almost there scene too oh to yeah <laughs> just, no just to, just as back just a quick, yeah. quick moment just because that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie yeah uh because Uh, they just they go to a very different animation style for the song Mm -hmm. and it's again just super charming and then tiana is kind of visualizing her dream yeah of opening up this restaurant right yeah yeah and uh
0: it's a great song it's a great it's
1: a great song and and again stunning animation uh eric goldberg was the supervising Mm -hmm. animator over that and it's just it's terrific Mm mm-hmm I think. Do you like? What do you think of Oh, I sequence? do.
0: I love that scene. I I, I just uh, got kind of lost in my notes, but yeah, absolutely love that scene. I I, I yeah, I like the whole Art Deco sort of
1: yes style. So you have this Art Deco kind of come to life, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it's it's a very catchy, uh, catchy tune. And Ekinoni Rose is a Broadway vet, so she can deliver. Oh, she's good on the song, and uh, and it's a nice kind of reminder from her mom. About that uh, she 's not having to make up for what her dad didn 't have, her dad had a full life, and that 's a nice I think thought from uh, for the film a nice heart to the film
1: oh yeah, for sure mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, so yeah, so she gets uh, very upset because she might not end up getting the uh, the place that she wants the restaurant, and she goes up into lottie 's room. And Lottie helps her and gets her into the blue dress with blue crown. And here's a question for you. Do you prefer the green dress or the blue dress?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> again, from a clueless dude, um, I think uh, personally, I, well, they're both very pretty. But I really love the art of the green dress because mm-hmm. it looks like it's a plant. You know, right. it just that really works with her transformation out of you know from being a frog. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm personally going for the green dress, but I think they're both pretty, and I I know nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyway can have an opinion about fashion. Um, I uh, I actually think I like the blue dress a little bit better. It's a little more uh understated, but I understand why they went with the green dress because they don't have green in the princess lineup. Uh, so, and they already have, well, once you include Elsa, then they have two blue, uh, even though Elsa's not an official princess, but they already have Cinderella is the blue. And so they, it's the same reason why Aurora has to be pink, <laughs> because Cinderella is blue. So they have to give, they had to give, give Tiana the green dress. Well, um, and,
1: um, you know, in the concept art for, for the Splash Mountain redo, mm-hmm. Tiana's in the blue dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Maybe they're being more open minded. They have multiple (laughs) blue
1: in the princess lineup.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But that was why. I mean, because Cinderella was the blue. She was, even though Cinderella's cinderella's dress isn't really blue, it's
1: like silver. It's silver. It's like a silver. again, I know nothing. Like, it looks silver to me. Yeah.
0: In the movie, it's definitely silver. But in the, uh, in the Prince Disney Princess lineup, she is blue, and I guess you could say that Merida is also green, but it's such a different style, of yeah. Dress, and it's such a different of green, uh. But um, but yeah, I it's I I I think she looks really she looks really pretty in the blue dress, and it's also really sweet that Lottie, you know, is 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 caring about her friend and you know getting her dressed up and everything like that. Yeah, uh, and so
1: Lottie, even though she comes across as kind of a selfish jerk, mm-hmm. she's, yeah, I think she's a, she's good hearted for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that makes you put up with her. Antics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so then we find uh, that Naveen is there as a frog and uh, this is, he sees Tiana after she wishes on the star and because she's so frustrated and uh so he like i said i feel like he's kind of a sleazy guy he certainly is at the beginning and i guess it's just whether you feel like he can kind of overcome that or not and so he tells her he he thinks that she's a princess because she has a crown on and uh so he tells her will you will you kiss me and she's like this is disgusting i'm not going to and but she ends up doing it after she hits him with that book, which I think is kind of funny.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's a again a really good scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Was, and back to that, you know, when I saw the first thirty, you know, twenty five, thirty minutes or whatever it was that they showed us at the original at D twenty three Expo, again, every I think I was excited. Everyone was excited. I was like, oh, that looks so cool. Yo, that mm-hmm. looks so good. Yeah, and yeah, it was very funny. I I, I, I like that whole I like that whole setup too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, and she says the, after they get turned into frogs, uh, the, I think she, or he, one of them says the real power of this world isn't magic. It's money. And, uh, so, you know, that, that, that's just showing her frustration at, uh, at this situation that she just can't seem to get a break. And, so they get chased uh, once they're in the bayou and uh, naveen promises to tiana that she will have her restaurant and uh, i thought that the whole scene went there uh when she's like we might as well get comfortable i don't know like he's just so i don't like him i, I think he's i just I, that whole scene was like a little bit creepy to me wow.
1: This whole bayou sequence is where things really went south for me. Yeah. Because, uh, again, I didn't think that the pacing was very good. Again, again I wasn't buying this romance mm-hmm. between the two of them. And uh, the, I do like that song, that going down the bayou song, because, mm-hmm. again, the animation's fun. We meet, we meet Lewis. Yeah, so Lewis the,
0: is a gator.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: he plays, he the, plays trumpet. the trumpet. He plays the trumpet. Obviously an homage to Louis Armstrong, yes
1: and, and he's great, I think yeah. he's a super fun you know side character mm-hmm. and and uh
0: but I do think there are too many characters like there's one oh, thing you just it's so busy just meet for just a second, like the rednecks that yeah. that capture them for a second, like who are they
1: the whole redneck scene is just those 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 um frog hunters that's where I just feel like I want to take a nap, you know I mean mm-hmm. i uh I that I think goes on way too long and it's just inconsequential to the mm-hmm. whole plot like what does it have to do with anything
0: yeah and uh, there's there's some jokes I don't appreciate like when they when they get all their tongues get all twisted and Ray says uh well I guess you and your boyfriend got a little carried away eh, eh, I don't love that like, joke
1: whatever it's, that's yeah. not
0: appropriate in a Disney and, film
1: um, yeah, and we meet Ray. You know the the little Cajun firefly. Uh, yeah. In that in that whole whole thing too, but wow, that that just doesn't work at all. That no. whole sequence doesn't work at all for me.
0: I don't think so, Ray. You're supposed to like feel sort of a heart for him, and I don't know. It just doesn't quite get there, and I think maybe it's just because it is kind of cluttered, uh, and it is just so. I don't know. Like we've had love between robots. We've had love between lots of different things, but love between a a firefly and a and a star, it's a yeah. it's a
1: little much. It's yeah, it it didn't work for me mm-hmm. e- either. I mean at, at times I thought, oh, this is charming and then at other you know, and then other times watching it I just thought, no, I just don't <laughs> this just isn't yeah. working. You know? So none of none of the none of the relationships we're working, and I and I only and I just thought Lewis's character yeah. design was really fun. So I was uh, that part I enjoyed.
0: Well, and, and most and, of these middle songs are very forgettable. Like they they have the "When I'm Human," that you don't yeah. even remember at all.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, and uh, the um, so then the Shadow Man makes a deal. Facilier makes a deal with the spirits of the afterlife. That they will be able to possess all the wayward souls of New Orleans when he is in control of the city, so <laughs> then they go after uh, Tiana and uh, Naveen because the talisman is running out of blood, so I guess the plan is is to keep to keep Naveen as a frog and keep extracting blood from him uh, and to keep Lawrence pretending to be uh to be Naveen I don't know, the whole thing is 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 weird but um uh yeah then we get the redneck scene uh that uh Tiana gets trapped by them but uh, and then Ray goes up the redneck's nose uh and I do kind of like the scene after that where uh Tiana teaches Naveen how to make gumbo and teaches him how to dice or mince
1: you know that's probably the only scene i really like between those two yeah and again but i still don't feel like it's enough to make me want this relationship to work yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and i love we haven't talked about it enough but i do love tiana i think that she is such a great character is
1: is is clearly the best character in the movie Yeah, you know uh, she she's so good and you know they make it they make an important distinction in this film too and i think part of it is is the time period like when it was made clearly you know Mm -hmm. a decade ago but uh but uh that your problems don't magically disappear by some other thing you know whether it's love or a fairy godmother or other things mm-hmm. that have been you know that are more in the traditional fairy tales mm-hmm. that we all grew up with, but but it's uh
0: your the hard work
1: your hard work and your determination and your vision. That's mm-hmm. what's gonna get you, you know, your perseverance. That's what's gonna get you through mm-hmm. it. And and but I don't ever feel like it's heavy handed. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're just like trying to hit you over the head with it. I, I think it's it's that this such a charming way. And I mm-hmm. attribute so much of that to anika noni rose's performance mm-hmm. is so good yeah. yeah
0: and you see earlier in the movie her not going out with the friends not doing things yeah, like she's she sacrificing a lot of
1: sacrifices
0: for uh for her dream and yeah. it's definitely a different kind of dream than we've seen in yeah. other disney princess movies oh, for sure which is... and,
1: and i like that a lot mm-hmm.
0: Me too. Uh,
1: and and i think she's she she she's so terrific and again that's why i think it's a little disappointing that you know
0: the movie isn't better this freelo-
1: yeah this freeloading guy is the one she ends mm-hmm. up with but then also yeah. the uh um the whole thing that she spends so much the movie as a frog yeah and and uh
0: but and yeah, that was a mistake i i mean i really think the the first african-american princess shouldn't have been a frog for most of the movie i, I don't think so either and I, I also kind of feel like i think it's cool i love tiana but i also wish that that they could have made a movie with a traditional princess arc with an african-american princess too like i think this is really cool but it, it is kind of like why is the is the black princess the only one that has to work?
1: Yeah, that <laughs> isn't, isn't kind of rescued, I mean, Cinderella right? Cinderella
0: works really, really hard too. But in this sense of a, uh, why does she the only one that has to earn her dream? Why does everybody yeah. else get it given? Uh, that it would be nice if they did in addition to this because I like this uh, that that aspect I like. Yeah, but uh but that would be nice too to get a story of a traditional princess story mm-hmm. with an african-american lead would be cool but
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah i mean uh, i i like the i just an example is the the brandy cinderella
1: yeah because you, you ever see that oh yeah i did uh and then they focused they changed they changed the the script mm-hmm. on that right and some and and right where it's focused more on kind of like a combination of work with some magic thrown in yeah right
0: with uh Whitney Houston.
1: Whitney Houston, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. So anyway, uh, then uh, we have uh, we have Evangeline, uh, the Mabel that that Ray sings, and uh, I did like in that scene. There are some nice colors with the pinks. Yeah, the animation's pretty. Yeah, the animation is gorgeous yeah. in this movie. Uh, they get to Matt, Matt, uh, Mama Odie, and she sings "Dig a Little Deeper," which is yeah, which is, is fun is,
1: enough. Which is it. a fun song, and again, I love, I love her uh, that setting that she's in. You know, with all those all those bottles, mm-hmm. the colored all that colored glass.
0: Mm-hmm, I do but, too. So
1: it, it really gives you a feeling like meaning that it's you're in a church right because it's it's a very gospel
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, style of song but and also you know i mean she's got the snake so, so she like kind of brings like i think uh, a more gentler view of of voodoo
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know yeah more the, of a positive
0: to, character yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it handles it in a more more positive way i still don't like her snake but when she does you know and that's okay, it's her, it's, you know, <laughs> it's her character. But, mm-hmm. but uh, and what's interesting, I mean, and, I, and and Mom Odie kind of in a way is like the fairy godmother of the, but, but all that she's really doing to Tiana, which again, I'm with you. I mean, it almost like I wish Tiana had, had like a little help. She basically is just validating Tiana. She's just like, you already know what you're doing girl. You're fine. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean at least that's how i how i see it and then and then kind of s- sends tiana on on her way but uh, so anyway kind of mixed feelings about that too mm-hmm. yeah how do you see that
0: yeah i i think it it's a a fun song a fun sequence but my problem with it is that it's just too late Uh, Her character is being brought in too late, I think, for her to really work within the narrative. Uh, And it it kind of reminds me of um, in Sword in the Stone uh, with Madame Mim. You know, obviously Madame Mim is more of a villain, but she's kind of a comedic villain. Uh, But um, I just think that...
1: She shows up really late. (laughs) Yeah, she shows up
0: really late to be sort of part of the significant part of the story. So you kind of forget about her. I think is the problem.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: so, yeah, the, uh, the, I agree with you about the animation though. Uh, the animator who supervised uh, the Mama Odie, Odie uh, Andreas Deja, he said, I always thought that maybe we should distinguish ourselves to go back to what 2D is good at, which is focusing on what the line can do rather than volume which is a CG kind of thing. So we are doing less extravagant uh, focusing... I'm uh, sorry. So we are doing less extravagant treasure planet kind of treatments. You have to create a world where we're doing it more simply. What we're trying to do with Princess and the Frog is hook up with things that the old guys did earlier if not... Go, if It's not going to be graphic is what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was That's a good quote. Yeah. That he said. And then he continues all those things that were non graphic, which means go easy on the straight lines and have one volume flow into the other, an organic feeling to the line drawing. So I I thought that was interesting. And you can Not definitely sure. see that. Oh, in, for this, sure. in this film. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you really can. And and I think that, you know, the animation is is really one of the things that I like. The most about the film because i get so frustrated with the story and then but it's really beautiful to look at
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean they had to basically bring back the whole 2d animation department yeah
1: they brought for this a, movie well and then if you look at the end credits like i paid closer to attention to this rewatch they also outsourced a ton Mm-hmm. you know there are a ton of animation other animation houses that are listed in the credits because yeah. they had pretty much decimated their 2d animation team you know after mm-hmm. after home on the range and right. and
0: uh yeah uh, marlon west a visual effects supervisor he says those guys had the bright idea to bring back hand-drawn animation but everything had to be started again from the ground up yeah. one of the first things we did was focus on producing shorts to help us reintroduce the 2d pipeline uh, he says i worked as vhx supervisor on the goofy short how to hook up your home theater it was a real plus for the effects department so we went paperless for princess and the frog and the bat the backgrounds were painted digitally using adobe photoshop and many of the architectural elements were based upon 3d models and uh and it says much of the cleanup animation digital ink and paint And compositing uh, were outsourced to third party companies in Orlando, Florida, Toronto, and continues on. And so yeah, you can definitely see that. But they, I, I admire the, I guess, the moxie of this movie they really I went for it and they really you can tell that they were trying really hard yeah and uh, so it makes me want to be a little bit more gentle on it than I might other it does not feel lazy like a yeah on the range or you a, know
1: exactly I'm with you because I, I I kind of feel bad to be so critical about it too because there's uh, I think that they they really poured their hearts into it I I just feel like they just they had story problems and they yeah. just had to finish the movie yep. you know uh it, in a way it kind of reminded me of like the good dinosaur too you know after when i saw mm-hmm. the good dinosaur it was like uh, and we all know you know those those production problems the story problems are well known right that, that was going that were going on with that mm-hmm. film. and it was just it's too bad because it's just like i feel like the, probably the studio execs were like saying "I'm oh, no you you, you got to finish this film this is coming out at christmas you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to finish it and and they did but but it it just you know this this whole final you know final kind of battle scene i just hate i just mm-hmm. hate and this was sad i mean we lose ray mm-hmm. you know ray gets squashed
0: yeah there's a and- whole scene with ray fighting off the spirits all the
1: evil spirits yeah
0: because he has the talisman i don't know if that's the correct word so i apologize no but i think it is i think that's what they're calling it is
1: the talisman but
0: yeah yeah. and uh and so then ray is squished by the shadow man and uh then the shadow man tempts tiana with her dream which i think is is an interesting idea interesting thing that you know he's gonna he can make her dreams come true uh, but she doesn't listen and she destroys the talisman. And uh, then you see the scene, which I really don't like, with the uh, the spirits and the voodoo dolls attacking the shadow man and taking oh, yeah. him into... They
1: take... They kill Dr. Facilier. They kill Dr. Facilier. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he's on the grave. So is he always a spirit? Like, he's
1: on... No, I it think says that, Dr.
0: Facilier.
1: I think that that's just how they it's like that just magically appeared you know after after he yeah i jail. guess that's how i, I interpreted. it i could be wrong i'd be interested yeah. hear what others think yeah but
0: it's not a surprise to me that this this woman writing the article was very offended by that scene
1: yeah <laughs> i
0: understand yeah. uh that that would and so then lawrence gets arrested and uh her and tiana and uh Naveen team up again and she's my dream wouldn't be complete without you and uh so then we find out that Lottie can't break the spell because it's been too long she just missed it and then Ray dies and they have a funeral uh ugh. because he's the star along with Evangeline.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you one of the things I really hate are funerals in like the third act you know it's like uh-huh. ugh. And the movie's almost over, and it's like, <laughs> really? Because I know, you know John Lasseter quoted this all the time, and we know Walt Disney said, I mean, it's like, for every laugh, there needs to be a tear, right? Or something, mm-hmm. like, you know, to that extent. And I get that. But I think I was just so frustrated with everything. By the time Ray died, I was just really rolling my eyes. So that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I you mean... Know, but. It, it,
0: it you must have really hated batman v superman
1: but <laughs> ah, well, that's what i was just gonna say I hate that, that movie. it's like <laughs> that whole batman v superman that whole 20 minute funeral oh, for superman worst. where we know that he's not dead <laughs> yeah you know it's, the worst. it's like oh you've got to be kidding me you're dragging <laughs> us through this <laughs> uh, yes uh
0: but uh, oh. yeah i mean something like say snow white has a funeral at the but, end
1: yeah and that one for me really works
0: yeah because you've been invested in their relationship, particularly between grumpy and uh and snow white yeah uh, you have an investment I mean, that just, in that relationship one of the,
1: that's where it's i think it's just perfect you know where mm-hmm. it's it's it is it's, it's it's this funeral it's devastating but i think i don't know i guess always in the back of your mind with snow white you just know that the prince is going to come Mm-hmm. and you know and, and 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 she's gonna get revived and, and go off to the castle you know <laughs> live happily yeah, ever I after. Mean,
0: this is a side character and we just aren't as invested in the fly no. i'm sorry i'm not
1: no it's no white <laughs> and then he goes off and i mean it's it's cute how they do it i mean how you know he, clearly he joins evangeline up in the sky as a, as another star but still, it's kind of like by the time it happens, it just, you know are <laughs> all, all in my eyes.
0: Yes. And so in the wedding, they become human. And that's when we see the green dress. But we barely see the green dress. She doesn't wear it for her actual wedding. For her human yeah, wedding. Yeah, right. Uh, that she has in the church and everything. and uh, And she gets a restaurant in the end, which is sweet. And we like to see. But yeah, I don't know. I I watched it again last night and it's just a frustrating movie because I want it to be so much better. I just wish that uh, they had not done the voodoo the way that they did it, if they were going to include it at all. I wish that they hadn't uh, made her frog for so long. I wish that they hadn't made Naveen such a sleazeball. I wish that they hadn't had so many side characters and I wish that, that it was better. I just wish it was better. I want it yeah. to be better
1: so much. I, 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 want, I want it to be better too. You know, Kiana, I, Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. i, no, I was just going to
0: say, especially with it being 2D, our like last shot of 2D animation it, for a long time. It's like, ah. Yeah. I want it to be better.
1: Yeah, I really want it to be better too. And, and uh, uh, I really wished that it. Uh, yeah that i just could have resonated with 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 the story more i was so happy it was so i was so happy to see 2d animation from disney back on the big screen again that i cut it a lot of slack i feel like mm-hmm. initially but but you know every subsequent watch i still come back to the same <laughs> criticisms mm-hmm. even though it really is 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 beautiful to look at uh I still mm-hmm. have got a lot of those civil, you know, same mm-hmm. same reservations about it.
0: Yeah. Well, we got tons of comments about this.
1: Oh, cool. Great.
0: Yeah. Uh so I will just read some of them. Jonathan Jane Northey says, I've watched it once and aside from some of the music I've listened to since then, I remember almost nothing about it. I feel like there might be something about its ability to stand the test of time, but I probably should give it another chance. Uh, the Kevin critic critic says despite its overly busy story a charming comedy that deserves more limelight Tiana is a great character and Dr. Facilier a fantastic villain uh, Matthew Latham says music and characters were great but I really didn't like the voodoo element I'd rather have it been generic magic and I really agree with him there if it had just been just sort of generic magic it would have been I think way better
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: uh let's see here uh tisha aim says probably my second favorite princess after Belle. uh cameron ward says i still really love the film and we would probably have had more 2d films if people actually bothered to see this one and disney didn't make it compete next to avatar uh richard southward he says the first act in new orleans is brilliant but everything else it uh, gets less interesting in the bayou it's average overall i think that's probably pretty fair
1: i think that's a really fair one too <laughs> <Or> maybe <laughs> just that i agree with i mean you know that yeah. i know that i'm in accordance with <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, max borg he says really enjoyed it would have been the film that broke my streak of avoiding disney animation releases in cinemas which began with brother bear but it only came out in french in my area so waited for the dvd i think he's from Amsterdam I think but don't kill me Max if I'm wrong about that um he's from Europe I know he's uh so uh Riku Zekagram says some elements I really liked some elements I did not all the different characters and elements didn't quite click together but it's a solid B tier film for me uh for streaming out loud says I love it so much I hate that it is so forgotten uh Davis uh Gammon says it's a beautiful film with terrific music and a lot of heart visiting today makes me sad that we won't get more 2d animated films yeah that's a thing for sure
1: yeah for sure
0: uh matthew decline he says between say 2003's brother bear which seemed like an attempt to bring back the better days of disney and 2009's princess and the frog it was really princess and frog that did the better job at accomplishing this at accomplishing this task Uh, and then Ryan says, my favorite Walt Disney animation studios film of the 21st century so far. The characters and songs are really great, and it was a great return to 2D animation. It's a shame that it only stayed for one more film, though. Uh, And then one last one, Daisy McDuck says, I love Capitalize this movie. I like how they aren't they I like how they didn't make Charlotte a a jerk because that would have been too cliche. I love the music. I love how Tiana works hard to achieve her own dreams.
1: So there we go. Lots of different thoughts. These are really great comments. Yeah, thank you for sharing them. Thanks to your awesome followers, you know, for always giving such interesting and insightful comments. The one thing, and you had mentioned this too, Rachel, at the beginning of the podcast, but I I was really discouraged after, you know, watching The Princess and the Frog. And then a year later, we get tangled. And, uh, Tangle just kind of, for me, just made everything that made the world mm-hmm. right again. Um, uh, mm-hmm. because I think I just felt finally Disney was able to make a truly Disney film, but with, with CG animation mm-hmm. and that film was just, I think just so outstanding in, in, in really in pretty much every regard. I just Agreed. love, I just love Tangle. So it just, it just like, I don't know, kind of healed the wounds <laughs> for me. Me too. <laughs>
0: In fact, because the marketing for Tangled was was not very strong. and It was, opinion,
1: yeah, they were really trying to be edgy, you know, and I yeah, think, and I don't were, know, I just feel like they didn't have their mojo, you know. <laughs> and they were
0: really trying to appeal to boys. And uh, and so I was, I just, it did not look good to me at yeah. all. And I took my sister kind of begrudgingly uh, and I was just thrown away. Absolutely adored t- Tangled so much and uh, it's one of my top five favorite disney movies
1: oh Tangled is so good yeah. uh, it's in my top 10 too
0: i had my last ranking i had princess and the frog at 39 i had uh, the fox and the hound at 38 and peter pan at 36 so you know kind of right in that where i'm kind of middle middle ground uh, yeah. on the movies I, I have some things i like about them they're things i don't uh what about you and you're Oh rank, for you me it's it? in
1: my bottom 10 i have it at number oh, 52 low, huh? yeah I, do, oh. I say this is not my this is not my 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 jam mm. uh it's at 51 i have the hunchback of notre dame and at 53 i have the fox and the hound
0: oh very uh, good i think
1: that i think that the fox and the Hound is 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 my rescuers for uh for you
0: (laughs) yeah uh yeah uh so yeah that's very interesting uh well let us know what you think do you think that this is an underrated film do you enjoy it or do you do you feel like us that it's probably has problems uh, where are you at on it? Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think about the new changeover with Splash Mountain? How do you feel about that? Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts. And uh, so, Stanford, where can people find you?
1: Yes, I'm on Twitter at Stanford Clark, and I have a movie blog and podcast at moviespastandpresent.com.
0: Great. And I should say, we aren't doing the random number generator because we're doing Sword in the Stone.
1: Sword in the Stone.
0: Already picked it for us.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And you can find us at Disney Talking on Twitter. So make sure you're following us. And we would love to, to have you uh, get some feedback there on Twitter. We love having that and uh and you can follow me at the hallmarks podcast as well with some really fun stuff uh, for christmas in july uh this month so definitely you don't want to miss that so thanks so much and we will talk sword in the stone next <laughs> Bye, bye everyone bye.